I was at one point in time a single mother of four. I had no transportation walking four kids to and from school, you know, rain, sleet, snow, whatever, and literally just me stepping out on faith as far as making shirts turned into so much more. So me owning a business, if someone would have told me 10 years ago, you know, you'll be owning, I wouldn't have believed them. Rise and ride, everybody. You're listening to the third episode of the Zay's Way podcast, the show where we help you to be the best you that you can be. I'm your host, Zay, and today we're joined with Jasmine Gibbons, a once single mother of four who now owns her own vinyl store. But before we get into that, if you could do me a quick favor and click the link in the description, which leads to the Gibbons House of Vinyl Facebook page, and make sure you leave a like, that will be greatly appreciated. And while you're at it, go ahead and like the Zay's way facebook page which i'll also link in the description but that's all for me let's get into the episode when did you first start creating things with vinyl i started when 2021 so it was around like winter of 2015 2015 yes wow so it seems just like yesterday yes yes it's in (laughs) It's shocking because so much time has passed and I look back on my first creations and what I'm able to do now. Sometimes I still shock myself with what I'm able to create, but Right. What gave you the push to do that? So my my son, he's in baseball and uh-huh. so I saw all the baseball moms with, you know, their little cute shirts. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I'd like a shirt. Right. And honestly, no one I wanted to learn how to make shirts. I did. I never expected to make a profit off of it. I have mm. four children, so I just really wanted to make like shirts for them. Of course, with their sports, and like I said, my son for baseball. And no one was willing to show me how to make shirts. You mm. would be surprised. And so, <laughs> I, like I said, I taught. I was a teacher at the time, so I literally took spring break one. Um, one year and i'm just gonna learn this machine myself and so right i bought the machine and youtube (laughs) yeah everybody's secret weapon i feel like it's youtube yes for anything Uh nowadays yeah (laughs) so at that point you know with you making it for your son's baseball team it wasn't even a side hustle it was just for fun Right. right 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 and so I think I posted a picture on my Facebook page. And I was like, oh, my first shirt. And so I started posting more pictures of different shirts that I would make, you know, for myself. And a good friend of mine reached out and she's like, have you ever considered selling shirts? She said, I would like one of these for my son. Right. And I was so nervous because I didn't know the first thing as far as pricing goes, you know, mm-hmm. and if it was going to be fair pricing. And then I wanted hers to also be happy with the product right and so um i just took a step out there on faith and i made her the shirt and she was my first customer and she is still a customer to this day really yes so wow i've been blessed (laughs) would you say that that was the moment that that absolutely became your side hustle like okay you know what if she likes it there's no more telling how many other people yes word of mouth travels really fast and so (laughs) She posted the picture on her uh, page, and of course she wore it to her son's, because he was playing baseball at the time, she wore it to her son's baseball game, mm-hmm. and 
She's like, some other moms want to share. Do you mind if I share your information? And I was like, okay. And so then I was like, okay, I got to get on top of everything now, mm. you know, because they'll want to see more products. They'll want to, of course, you know, if they have questions about the different qualities of the shirt, the vinyl, everything, I have to be ready to answer those. So I had to educate myself a little bit more on the back end right, with right. that. But, yes, that was a – it took off from there. <laughs> so I know that had to be a scary moment. It, it was, it was, um, and even after that, just you know, selling to people who I didn't know. I have so many customers I've never met. I've only shipped products to, mm-hmm. never met them face to face. Only have talked via you know, Facebook uh, messaging or email, and. Just making sure that they were satisfied, you know, you're right. anticipating a product and you get it. It's kind of like, you know, if you're getting something offline, I want this product, but oh, am I going to be happy once I get it? Right, right. Thing, so. so when did you get the idea to actually make this a brick and mortar store? Ooh, we are in <laughs> July right now. So mm-hmm. the idea came about probably about a year ago. So like, well, we're in June, but um, are we? So probably about a year ago, right at a year ago, um, my aunt owns a store just like this in Mesquite. I had been working under her, and she threw out the idea one day. She's like, if you ever think about opening up your own store, as long as it's within 50 miles of my store, I'm all for it. I'll help you. And you just don't see that opportunity all the time where someone is willing to show you everything they know. Um, Like I stated previously, you know, Someone, you know, no one would teach me how to do shirts. So I felt like this was my calling for, you know, when she told me I'll teach you everything I know. And she did just that. Gave me all of the information, told me you need X, Y, and Z. This is where we're going to start. She's, okay, you got to manage your money this way and make sure you keep, you know, business and personal separate. And so um, I would say about a year ago and... I was still teaching at the time, and so it was it was a struggle leaving teaching, but uh, mm-hmm. this this really is what I love to do. Of course. So you were teaching and working with your aunt at right. the same time. Yes. How long did you do that? Um, For about a year and a half. Really? Yes. Okay. okay. So it's like after – and then we were still during COVID – classes were online, and so I would teach up until about noon, and then – Send my kids, okay, to go do your homework and, you know, <laughs> see you tomorrow. And I would go into the store and help her. Right, right. So her place is called, is it Givens House of Vinyl as well? No, her her store is called HS Vinyl. Really? Mm-hmm. So Givens House of Vinyl, that's all you. Yes, this is all me. This is all yes, you. This okay. is all me. <laughs> so how did you come up with that name? It was so hard, actually. <laughs> Because you always want something that stands out, but you want something that still represents you. Mm -hmm. And um, I am really big on family. And my shirt business is Givens Graphics. And so I knew I wanted to try and incorporate the name, our last name, into it some type of way. But I look at all of my customers as family. And so... If you're family, I'm going to welcome you into my home, treat you like family. And so that's where I got the idea house. And then I was like, okay, well, house of vinyl. Yeah. And it, it, I was like, okay, let me see how it would look. And I actually took it over to um, the sign uh, designer and 
he showed me how it was looking like, and I loved it. Yeah, it. So at that moment, you knew like this is it. Yes, and yeah. so I had a vision even of my logo. I was like, I want a little house with ro- made out of rolls of vinyl, mm-hmm. and they went with it. And I mean, I was, I was surprised. Was like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah. So wait, did you actually design the logo? Like, well, I cannot draw that good, so <laughs> yeah. I drew, I drew it as best as I could to kind of give them an idea of yeah. what I was looking for, and. Then they, of course, made it to where it looked way better. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so along with the name mm-hmm. and the design, I also see, like I said, I'm in the store right now, mm-hmm. and I see this hot pink. Is that the right color, hot pink? Yes. Yeah. What What made you settle on that? I love it. I love it. I wanted something really bright. Um, right. If you, I'm not sure if you've drove by the store like in the evening, right when the sun sets, Mm -hmm. the pink in the sign stands out the most. Like, um, it's it's amazing. And I also have three girls, and of course, I wanted this. I want this to become a family business, and so my girls, they they help me a lot. Especially, I have a a nine year old, and I mean, she can pretty much make a shirt herself. I just don't let her use the heat press, Mm -hmm. and. I wanted them to have some part in the store, and they wanted pink. I thought it was an amazing idea. I think when you walk into somewhere, you know, your store says, or your home, anywhere, it says a lot about you. And I feel like pink is very bright. It's crafty. And so Mm -hmm. I just went with it. It makes people happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Makes people want to buy more. True. (laughs) (laughs) So I do want to ask you, the space in between having the idea and actually executing it like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. How long was that space? So I got the idea, like I said, around this time last year. So we say the end of June, beginning of July. The first step was, of course, figuring out a name for the business. Also, while figuring out the name of my business, I had to find a space. Mm. And being that we're in Greenville, there there are, aren't a lot of spaces that are just ready-made. Right. You have to go in and do some type of build-out, cosmetic issues. It, but I wanted something really big because my vision is that the more customers that I'm blessed with, the more my business will expand. So I wanted enough space to where once I get here, I won't have to leave. Mm-hmm. And I could not find a space with as much square footage as this place. Mm-hmm. And... I found it. I contacted um, the owner, and he actually told me that they had his parents have been owning this section since like the 1970s. So before I was even born, they wow. actually own next door also. And um, he said they hadn't rented this space out in a few years, but he's like, it's something about you that's telling me, you know, that this is a good idea, and I want to go ahead and work with you. And so. It was also then, of course, finding a contractor. Right. And then making sure my contractor, I mean, it was all of this build out was done by one person, one man only. Yes, he was amazing. Um, D&D construction. Yeah. yeah. And so he he came in. I told him exactly what I wanted. I was like, I want this wall torn down. I want this. I want hot pink walls with black trim. And Mm -hmm. I mean, he exceeded my expectations, did it all by himself. I mean, even down to like the car, I wanted black carpet Uh and he did it all. Wow. And I mean, it looks great. 
I love it. Thank I you. I really do. I didn't even notice the black trim until you said mm-hmm. something like the pink and the black. It, it goes great together. Yes. Did you face any backlash, you know, when saying, hey, you know, I want to open a business? Did you tell a lot of people? Did you try to keep it quiet for a while? I, I told, um, I think my mom, my mother-in-law, like our, our close immediate family, right. they knew. However... I've just learned in life sometimes you cannot tell everyone or until mm-hmm. it actually is almost finished. And right. so um no not a lot of people even knew when they were driving by they knew someone was in here working on the building they didn't know what was coming. Mm-hmm. I announced it on social media when the sign went up. I love that. So I love that, that was when I announced it. Only because, you know, even in life we may face some type of, you know, bumps along the way and I didn't want that to stop me or discourage me from doing and I I mean I still have even with you know just getting building permits and everything so that's I can say it discouraged me some but now that I see it's it's here I'm glad that I stuck with it a lot of people as you know are in I guess the vinyl business Mm -hmm. okay what do you think separates you from the people who want to make this more than a side hustle? Because, I mean, at this point you have, like, this is this is a business. Mm-hmm. This is set in stone. This ain't a side hustle no more. Mm-hmm. This is something that's all you. Right. What do you think separates you from those people who want to make this a business? So when you say who want to make this a business, who want to make, like, crafting as far as making shirts or want to make – it a business for us selling the same product that I. Both. As far okay. as like making this brick and mortar, like, okay. you know, because yes. it's a lot of people. Right. Uh, you see a lot now with the Internet. Um, a lot of people have online stores. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, go to my mm-hmm. link, shop in my store, this and that. Mm-hmm. But then you don't see as many people who have actual brick and mortar stores. You see more online stores now than anything. Right. I think this. Gay will give me what is how it separates me is that I took a step out there. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we are afraid of what others may say, what our own people may say about us starting a business. And I hope that this will encourage others who are wanting to make T-shirts or make anything me being here locally especially will give them an opportunity to make more money for their families and also, you know, just step into their crafty side. Um, I know I announced that I would be teaching classes on how to make shirts next really? month. Um, that got I got a lot of feedback from that, positive feedback, only because, again, you don't see a lot of people willing to show someone everything they right. know. Right. And I feel like I've been blessed to learn everything. Why not offer it, you know, and show someone else? There's, I've always said, you know, what's for me is for me. Mm-hmm. And what's for someone else is for them. And so I don't feel like there would be any competition with anyone. We're, we're all here to rise together. Right, right. And I, you really don't see any of that with especially someone in your shoes mm-hmm. about to launch about to open, and then you already announced, hey, I'm going to teach y'all how to do this. I'm going to put y'all on game. You don't see anybody doing that. Yeah, And I think that's what 
discourages a lot of people from coming into this business because they hear or they may only see on the outside oh this person is always busy they may look a little stressed but the end result on seeing something that you created and you're putting a smile on someone's face or their family's face by then it it's very rewarding of course of course what advice would you give to people who want to start a business come see me come come <laughs> have a, a conversation with me um, right and i only say that because um if if you know me or have known me before, I was literally me owning a business. If someone would have told me ten years ago, you know, you'll be owning, I wouldn't have believed them. Mm-hmm. And I, I was at one point in time a single mother of four before mm-hmm. my husband and I got married. Yes, a single mother of four. I was literally walking four kids. I, I had no transportation. Walking four kids to and from school, you know, rain, mm-hmm. sleet, snow, whatever. And just me stepping out on faith as far as making shirts turned into so much more. So if I can help anyone, I will. And at the end, that's what I love also. I know when I was teaching, a lot of people used to call me giving givens because I will give anyone like my last. And I feel like that's what... I would do if someone wanted to start a business. Come talk to me. You know, I'll tell you all the ins and outs, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm gonna tell you, it's, it's, it'll be hard. Yeah. You'll want to give up, but in the end, you'll see. Like I said, that it's very rewarding. Yeah, definitely. So at the time of this recording, today is Monday. Mm-hmm. You're about to open Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? How do you feel? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm nervous. Uh-huh. Um. Only because I want to make sure that I meet everyone's expectations. Right. Um, the vine, the craft world, it it can be the kind of kind of tough. You have to have tough skin because you will face, you know, some criticism, and mm-hmm. um, then you may not have what someone wants or needs at that point in time. And a lot of us crafters, we sometimes kind of put ourselves in a time frame where we have to get something done and if i'm here locally i want them to be able to run to my store and get last minute needs and not have to drive all the way to dallas but i want to make sure that i have everything otherwise it defeats the purpose of being here so a little nervous but i also excited at the same point in time i think that um be okay (laughs) so did you live in greenville when you first came up with the idea? No. Really? So you stayed in Dallas? Yes. Dallas, um, okay. Yeah, yes. that's right, because you were working uh, at Mesquite. No, so I, I lived in Mesquite, uh-huh. actually, but I worked at Uplift Hampton. It's a um, private charter school in kind of on the borderline of Oak Cliff and um, DeSoto. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was commuting back and forth, but most of my clientele for my shirt business has always been from Greenville and Silver Springs, which is Greenville being the hometown of my husband, Silver Springs being my hometown. Mm. And I wanted one to accommodate my customers better. It was sometimes hard for me to get them their shirts and everything that they needed, being that I'm in Mesquite and they are here. And whenever my aunt brought up the idea about 
open up a store as long as it was 50 miles from her. I was like, oh, well, this is literally 54 miles away from your store, so it's perfect. And I wanted it to be, like, in the middle. So I feel like Greenville is in the middle from Silver Springs, Mount Pleasant, Mount Vernon, you know, even Paris, Cooper, everyone, you know. This is one of the main towns that a lot of people come to. And so I want, even Terrell, I wanted them to be able to come here. And it it was, it didn't take much thought. I know that, you know, the demand is really high here. There are a lot of more crafters here than anywhere else. Right, right. Did you think about any other locations? I did. Um, I thought about Longview. Longview. Longview, yes. Only because my dad's people are from that area. They have nothing there. So if anybody <laughs> wants to go, <laughs> like yeah. my sisters, they do shirts and they have to drive either to Dallas or to Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm. And so Longview, Tyler. But um, Tyler is a little bit bigger than Greenville. And so I wanted to start out small, see how it goes. And I mean, hopefully we'll be able to expand one day of course so you said that uh we were talking a little bit before you said that you were teaching your daughter or was it stepdaughter you were wanting to bring her in Mm -hmm. and teach her how to do this yes so do you think the same story will happen with her to where you know you tell her hey as long as you stay within 50 miles you can open up another location (laughs) i hope so (laughs) i really hope so only because i i just want to see her succeed in in whatever she chooses to do even if this is not something that she chooses to do long term if this can help her to where she can make more money you know while she's still in college and save money before she goes into her career then by all means I'm willing to help her and that's another um option that I want to open up to you know any I want to when I do hire I want to hire students you know like high school students that way i mean the hours here they aren't it's not like they'll be working into the night they still have time to if they're playing sports i want to be able to work around that but also give them an opportunity to earn money also i know sometimes that's kind of hard and you know the weight may be on their parents because they want them to stay focused on sports and i feel like this is a really cool place to work at i mean you know it's t-shirts it's music you know you're just having fun yeah and i think this will be the perfect opportunity for you know teenagers anybody Mm -hmm. in high school even in college because you know i don't know if you know you're kind of loose but uh, a lot of places when they aren't so busy they allow students to work on schoolwork. absolutely and that's my main thing like i want them to be able you know if we are slow by all means you know bring your computer and Get your work done. Education comes first, even in right. in our home. And um, that's one thing that I want to want them to be comfortable in knowing that, you know, I can still come to work, but get everything done. And I mean, then I was in the education field for 15 years. So if I can help you out a little bit, I taught second grade, but if I can right. help out anyway, then I will. Thank you for tuning in to the third episode of the Zave's Wave podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to everyone that has bought a Zave's Wave t-shirt. The amount of support I've gotten on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat has been amazing and great. 
thank you thank you thank you so much and best believe there are more options coming soon so stay tuned and if you haven't bought your t-shirt yet make sure you go to zayswave.com shop to see all we have to offer also want to give a special shout out and thank you to jasmine gibbons for being on this episode of the zay's wave podcast if you want to hear more of jasmine make sure you stay tuned for next week's episode for the final part of her interview and make sure you click the link in the description of this episode which leads to the Givens house of vinyl facebook page and once you go there make sure you leave a like and support jasmine but anyways that's all for me this is zave with the wave see you on the flip tide When I was teaching, a lot of people used to call me giving givens because I will give anyone like my last.